opening that space and like allowing other people to help us because it's like, we love helping other people, like giving that opportunity for other people to be able to step in and like, say like, no, like, let me help you. I want to take care of you. And like, not allowing somebody to do that is like taking that opportunity away from them for them to be like of service, you know? Hi, I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra, and this is Detached. We're two women in our mid-20s who have a lot to say about literally everything. We try to focus on what we have learned through our emotional and spiritual growth, We're here to have open, vulnerable, and sometimes pretty hard conversations with each other. Just a reminder, we don't speak for any 12-step programs. All we have are our own stories to share. We are so excited to go on this journey with you all. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to Detached. I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra. And full transparency, I just had four cavities filled, so I can't feel my face. <laughs> and I'm struggling to put words together in a coherent sentence, but we're here showing up imperfectly, becoming a theme for me. Um, but we're here, and that's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> we're going to be talking about uh, relationships, healthy relationships, unhealthy relationships. There's just so much to talk about. <laughs> but I'm going to let Sierra take it away. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, today, I mean, we just thought like we've both been through journeys in the last like year or two years about, um, you know, trying to navigate like leaving unhealthy relationships, sort of like what that looks like. Um, the time period in, in between in which it takes like to heal from those relationships and then what it looks like to be like in a new healthy relationship and sort of um how to for me personally like how to get rid of and like work through those false beliefs you know about like what i deserve in a relationship and stuff because of previous relationships and um you know just also like working on codependency and like you know, sort of being aware of all of that stuff and as to not bring it into a new relationship and also how to maintain a healthy relationship. So yeah, um, I think we both just kind of want to talk about our experiences a little bit with it um, because I think it's been a journey for both of us. So yeah, I mean, maybe we can start by sort of talking about, you know, the first like step like when you leave a relationship sort of that self-development period and like what that looks like you know prior to getting in a new one you know well it's interesting because I feel like for me I mean I've I've been doing a lot of there I've done a lot of work on myself for the past few I mean like since I was like a child when my parents got divorced so thanks therapy but um I feel like that kind of journey for me has been really long and incredible and um, it's like always changing and evolving, which is super exciting. And I think that there can be this, well, I don't want to speak for anyone else, so I'll speak for myself. Um, For me, moving, I was grieving my last relationship while I was in my last relationship. 
like I was not emotionally attached anymore. Um, I was just physically there, if that makes sense. So I think I did a lot of work on grieving that relationship while I was in it. So I think that it's really important to remind myself and maybe other people feel the same way that like, there isn't a time, there isn't a healthy quote unquote timeline for moving into a new relationship. I think that that is a very kind of stigmatized thing when, you know, you see from the outside, someone getting into a relationship really fast. You're like, what are you doing? Like, that's crazy. But the reality is, is you don't know what healing journey that person's been on prior to that. So I think, you know, we can lead with a lot of respect and love and understand that everyone has a healing journey and that timeline only exists for them and no one else, you know, because I know for me, I probably did like eight months of grieving my last relationship. And then I don't know, I was like, quote unquote, single for like nine or 10 months before getting into my current relationship, you know? Um, and so I, I felt like I have done like years of, you know, work in that time, which I did over a year. And it was like, that was so healing for me to do that in my time, but also for me to recognize that I did a lot of grieving during the actual physical relationship. Because I remember when I finally left that relationship, I was talking to my therapist and I was like, I feel weird for dating now. Like, I feel like it's not, I feel like it's too soon. Mm -hmm. And we kind of worked through talking about the fact that I, I have, I'd moved on. I had moved on emotionally and it was like breaking up with someone is not easy. Even if like, it's your decision, it's not a fun thing. And I mean, I was, I, I was like, I was fully grieving a life that I had envisioned for myself. It's really hard to do that. Ugh, but I don't know. What is, what did that timeline yeah. kind of for you? Like, what is that? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I love what you said. Like the, the fact that you pointed out that like, you know, you grieve the relationship while you were still physically in it, but you weren't like emotionally in it anymore. That's, I feel like so true, especially for when you are in a relationship with somebody who is an active addiction, because it's like you step out, uh, you no longer have like a partner, you no longer have somebody like emotionally, like supporting you and being there for you. And you instead transition into this like caregiver role and you're like, you know, like in it more so to like make sure this person is like staying alive for lack of a better like way to say it but like you know you're no longer you're no longer getting like what you need out of um the relationship and you're more so stepping into this role of like taking care of somebody else so you you do grieve that piece because you're like I don't have my person anymore like I you know this person is a completely different person and you know, at least for me, that was my experience. And it was like, you know, going from feeling, you know, emotionally and like mentally, physically supported to just being like, everything was on me to support the other person. And so that, 
sort of sense of like ease and comfort is just totally gone. And, and so, yeah, so there was a, a lot of like grieving in that. And also I just, you know, I, I don't know if this is the same for you, but like, I just knew for a while, I was like, this isn't going to work. Like I'm just in this. Cause I don't know how else, like, I don't know how to get out of it. Like, you know, at the time it was like, how do I move out? Like, where am I going to go? How am I going to afford somewhere else to be? Like, so it was just sort of like, okay, like I'm just going to deal with this and like keep taking each day as it is. But like, I know that this is not going to be my reality for much longer. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I think exactly what you said, like the grieving process begins way before. And it's, it's not just in, you know, relationships with, um, people in addiction. I mean, that happens all the time, like in other relationships, like when, you know, it's not healthy and like, not, it's not going to work and you're both still in it for whatever reason, you know, I mean, you're just like, it's you're processing and having to accept this is not like you said, what you, you planned out your life to be. I think that for me was the hardest piece was like, okay, like this is what I was envisioning my life was going to be like, I was like, oh, I was going to get engaged by this age and then have kids by this age. And then, you know, this is where we're going to live. And like, this is what was going to happen. And it was just all going to be so fantastic. And like, that was me putting expectations on my own life. I'm like, this is the way my life needs to go. Like up to me. No, we're, we're two, we're planners like you and I. So I think for me, it was really, really hard to kind of watch that plan crumble in real time and be like, wow, all of the things that I had planned that hadn't happened, you know, are like disintegrating in front of my eyes. Like, how is this happening right now? So there was so much anxiety for me about what my life was going to be. And then I thought that brought in a lot of like me not feeling worthy of a good relationship. Like I don't feel worthy of a good person in my life because like what, like, what am I doing wrong? You know, I was so upset with like everything at that time that I was like, I just, I deserve no one. I don't deserve a single person. Like I'm stupid. I'm gross. Like I'm I just felt so disgusting as a human being for like a while. And I really had to figure out why that was. And I think it was because I was putting so much of myself into trying to fix another person that I had like lost my sense of independence and autonomy. I had really, I felt like I just completely lost myself. I was like, wow, I'm driving myself to the point of insanity by trying to help some help quote unquote someone else when I was just contributing. I wasn't, I was not helping. I was not fixing. I mean, I'm, I can't control it. Right. So I felt, I felt like I was in controlled chaos. If that makes sense. It was like my own little world where everything was spinning the wrong way. And I, my brain was exploding, but I looked fine, right? You know, to everyone else because I was really good at controlling the chaos to my own little bubble. And then when that chaos burst the bubble, it was like I'm I'm a, I'm a freaking mess. I'm a mess. And oh, but it did feel really good to let that bubble burst and realize that I just I something had to change and I had to change and I had to figure out you know, like 
I had to find my worthiness and my, I had to find myself again. And I feel like I'm still on that journey, you know, which I'm happy that I'm on it. I think that, um, it's just really weird relationships, like getting out of unhealthy ones and getting into healthy ones. It's like, it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought it was going to be this very smooth transition of like, okay, onto a great, healthy relationship. Amazing. Everything's perfect. But that's like, so not the reality, at least for me, um, because I was so I was so used to chaos and so used to like the shoe dropping that it's what I expected, you know, like I expected that in a relationship. I was like, if we're not fighting and angry, like there's no passion because I equated anger to passion and I don't have that in my current relationship. I have a lot of peace which is incredible Mm -hmm. and something that I didn't think that I was worthy of. So for me, it's like a lot of undoing of, you know, these very distorted beliefs that I've had about what relationships should look like, because I can really only think of um, relationships I've been in being with active alcoholics. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of one except for the one I'm in now that hasn't been like that. So it's been continual chaos until now. So it's like my brain is finally calming down. Like my neurological system is finding that calm and finding the peace in that. And it's been really amazing, but it's also been really confusing for me because it's not something that I've been used to, but I've almost, I've been with my partner for almost a year now. And I'm still like, oh, you know, like, oh, if we get into a fight, like, is it going to like, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? So, you know, those things, like, I don't know, it's, it's hard to not bring kind of trauma response into new relationships. But I think it's really, really, it's been really helpful for me to have a partner that is so good at communication and can kind of help me work through that, like, in real time. Sorry, that was kind of a tangent, but um it's exactly what we're talking about. I mean, like yeah. like you said, I, I think, you know, kind of getting rid of or like working through those distorted or like false beliefs we have about ourselves. Like that's so important because it's like I know for me, like I've always been sort of the caretaker and like in that role and it's so unfamiliar to me. To, like to be taken care of. Like, it's, it's just like, I've never really seen what that looks like. And, you know, I was talking to my mom about it the other day because she was like, you know, um, she, she was just saying, like, I set that example for you. Like I set that example that like, you know, like, cause she was the one who like took care of everything and like, just made sure everything was okay. And like, always like, you know, it was just like, you know, it didn't really matter. She was just going to get it done like autopilot and just always make sure like everything and the other person was taken care of, like my brother and I were taken care of and like, you know, and, and so it's like, I've done the same thing and, um, and sort of like being taken care of is so unfamiliar to me that it feels like it, it feels almost like, uh, like, like I don't have control 
you know, like, I'm just like, oh my God, like, (laughs) I can't, like, this is crazy. Like, well, what if like, you know, what if then I can't, I can't do things the way I want them done, you know? And like, I think it's (laughs) right. It's, It's so like, it's so interesting, but it's like, no, Sierra, like you need to trust like the other person that like, they're gonna take care of you and like, be able to, you know, know what your needs are and, and be able to like, do that for you. Like, let them do that for you. And I think, you know, this is something we've talked about so much, like opening that space and like allowing other people to help us because it's like, we love helping other people, like giving that opportunity for other people to be able to step in and like, say like, no, like, let me help you. I want to take care of you. And like, not allowing somebody to do that is like taking that opportunity away from them for them to be like of service, you know? I love, I love the way you put that because it's really helpful for me to hear that it, it's like helpful for other people mm-hmm. to, you know, take care as well, like, you know, and, like, right. you know, caring. And it's, it's really cool to like find a partner who, who sometimes, knows your needs without you having to tell them what you need. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give I'll give a little example, but during my little stressy depressy momento a few weeks ago, <laughs> uh, I was having, I don't know what I was having. I was having a real hard time, but um, my car was just so dirty. Like I hadn't washed it in like two months. It was super, it just had a bunch of dirt on it. The inside felt like it felt super claustrophobic and it was just stressing me out. And my partner, I started crying. My partner was like, what's wrong? I was like, my car is really dirty. and I have to go grocery shopping and oh my God, like there's everything. Right. And he was like, let's go wash the car. And I was having like the hardest time just like doing like the little tiny things. And we washed my car. Well, we, he washed my car (laughs) and helped me clean it out. And it was like, he knew that by, you know, taking that action and doing that, it would be really, really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Even though I was like, I don't want to go do this. I don't want to do this at all. He was super, super helpful. And like getting me start, like getting me up and getting me to right. take, you know, that right action. Right. So it's, it's really cool to like find a partner who it's just like, things just feel so good. Like yeah. they feel, it just, it feels it feels calm. It doesn't feel chaotic. And I'm, I like that calm now. I'm like comfortable in the calm, mm-hmm. which is so wild to me because I've never felt comfort in calm. So that isn't a growing moment. I don't know what is. Right. Well, and I think like when it's, when it's stressful, like we just sort of go into autopilot and it's so familiar. Right. And it's just like, no, like I'm just going to do it. Like either, either I'm going to shut down because I don't know what to do. And like, I can't, you know, process what's going on, or I'm just going to like, be like, ah, no, I have to do everything myself. Like, this is stressful. And like, I'm just, it's fine. Like nobody needs to help me, like just leave me alone, you know? And I had the same like experience, like last night where it was like, so many things going on at the same time as like, you know, I had to make dinner and then like laundry to be put away. And like, it was just getting really late and I was stressed about not getting enough sleep for work. And like, you know, all like just so many things at once. And then also my like windows were going to be replaced today. So then all the furniture needed to be moved and like all this craziness. And I just like, like walked in and was like, oh my God, 
like what like how am I supposed to do all these things and um my partner was like okay like like let's like list out like what what are all the things and then he was like okay like which one do you want to do and I was like okay cook dinner and so then he was like yeah just focus on that right now and so like that's what I did and then like he just helped me and like did everything else and was like oh like and so for me that was so huge because in the past it's been like ah, like I'm stressed or whatever. And, you know, previous partners are like, okay, well, like, what do I do? Like, why are you so stressed out? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how do I help? And it's like, in that moment, like, I can't effing delegate. Like my brain. I don't know what I need. Like, what? <laughs> like I don't know what I need. Delegate like, for me. Throw it down for me or just like do something and just like help me. Like, that's what I need usually in those moments is like somebody just to help me take action because like, I can't it's too much. And so like that moment for me was just like, oh my gosh, like this is so amazing that like this person can just help me and figure out like what I need in that moment. And like, also, you know, just like communicating that after and being like, you know, that was so helpful for me. Like that is like, that is like what I need in those moments. And I also was like, you know, I also apologize for getting like really overwhelmed because I probably like in the future would like to be able to handle like my emotions a little bit better and like be more vocal about like, Hey, like I'm stressed right now because X, Y, and Z is going on. Like, you know, I need help. (laughs) Right. Totally. Well, um, so like for our listeners, I think our listeners have kind of heard me talk about my partner, but this is the first time that we're (laughs) Sierra's partner. So I don't know if you want to, um, chat about that a little bit you know, like kind of what that looked like for you, or if you don't, that's totally fine. But, you know, you just very casually slipped in there (laughs) and I'm like, tell us more. What's the tea? (laughs) Yeah. So I think, you know, it's, it's been a very interesting journey for me, right? Like, so I got out of my previous relationship in well, like we talked about, I mean, I was emotionally out of the relationship for a while, but I, um, moved out of the, you know, place that we were living in, in May of last year. So May of 2022 and so about a year ago. And, um, you know, I think, uh, for me, what was really important before I even started like considering dating again was like, I need to make sure I've worked through all my resentment towards this person because I like, that's, that's not fair to the new person that I'm going to date. So, um, so, you know, in AA, like we do step four and stuff. So I did like a step four, um, on this person and it was just, you know, kind of like listing out all my resentments and, you know, what part I played in it. So taking responsibility for like, how could I have done that, you know, better? Like, why do I feel, why does this person make me feel this way? Because at the end of the day, it's about me. Right. And it's like, it's not, they're not at fault. Um, it's about like me and like how, I mean, they, you know, not to minimize like anything that I went through, anything anybody goes through in hard relationships, but me hanging on to any resentment, that is me. And that's my responsibility to work through. Right. So, um, I remember my sponsor said to me, like, she was like, the goal is 
is like, if that person texts you, if you see that person, it brings up no emotion. Like you have no emotional response because you don't have any attachment because you don't resent them. You don't have any anger towards them. You just, you can pray for them and that's it. And like, and so I remember being like, okay, like that's, that's a good gauge of like, whether or not I've worked through things or not. Cause if this person texts me and I'm like, you know, like gives me anxiety and like stuff, like I'm like, then like, I haven't fully like gotten to that point yet. So like, I fully was at that point, you know, um, I'd say like, like December of like last year, at least. Um, and then, you know, still wanted to give myself a little time. And then came January, I was like, okay, like, I feel, I feel ready. Like, I feel like I want, I'm in such a good place. That's the thing too, is like, you know, as insane as it sounds, like I sometimes just drive around and just like kind of cry in the car. Cause I'm like, I'm so happy. Like, <laughs> I'm just so grateful for my life. And like, all the people in my life. Like I just have surrounded myself with such amazing, you know, human beings. And I'm like, this is all I need, you know? Um, and at the same time, it'd be really cool to share this with somebody else, you know? Um, so yeah, so I got to that point and then, you know, kind of went through all the stages, like I got really excited about like the opportunity of like finding somebody and blah, blah, blah. And then, I kind of just was like, all right, well, I'm just, you know, whenever I meet that person, like I'll, I'll meet that person and like, it'll be, it'll be good. Um, and I'm not going to like force anything. Like, it's just, I'm content where I am. And so like, it'll be super cool when like, I find somebody to share that with. So I'm not going to go into the whole story, but you know, I, um, I definitely did meet somebody, uh, and they're a very, 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 very important person in my life. And, um, yeah, they just, the communication is, um, something that's super important to both of us, like being really, really good about communication and really communicating like our needs, like our wants and all that stuff and making sure like we're on the same page. And if we're not like, how do we get there? Um, and so like last night, like that was just, huge for me to be able to be like, you know, I, (laughs) I don't know what I need in this moment. And he was like, okay, well I do. So, (laughs) you know, and just sort of like did it and took action when I like could not. Um, so that, that for me has been great. Also like, um, just accepting like somebody helping me and like doing things. And like, it just feels like I'm like, ah, like I feel guilty. Like, no, like, I should have to do everything. Like, this isn't your problem. Right. But then like, if I'm, if I do that and I feel that way, it's like, I'm not allowing him to help me, which is like what he wants to do. Right. So I think accepting help from anyone is like really, really hard. Um, I threw my partner a surprise birthday party and I was like, I'm going to get the cake. I'm going to get the drinks. I'm going to get the pizza. I'm going to get the decorations and I'm going to do it. One girl, like one woman, one woman show over here. And, um, two of my partner's friends, uh, fiance and girlfriend were like, um, why don't you like, let us take it out? (laughs) Like, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you sure? (laughs) Wait, like for real? Like, are you 
and um it was like really hard for me to be like yeah yes yes uh, you got this um because I felt bad. I was like, if I, if I'm trying to do this thing for my partner, then I should be the one to fully 100% mm-hmm. do all of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I even said, I was like, I'm so bad at asking for help. So thank you both so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to go on that little tangent because surprise, haha. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I didn't blow the surprise by yeah. the time that this comes out. That would have been crazy of me, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it is. And it's hard because it's like, you do feel guilty for whatever reason. You're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to inconvenience anybody else. I, I will absolutely inconvenience myself. Like <laughs> I'll make myself crazy. I have no issue. Like putting yeah. all the pressure on myself and making myself feel insane. But like, but like, like God forbid you go pick up a pizza for me. No, <laughs> could never. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, um, I think another thing, too, is like, you know, I think it's really easy to fall into codependent habits and codependent. Yeah. Habits. <laughs> I feel like I in my last relationship, I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not codependent. Like this other person depends on me for everything because, you know. I, I am like doing everything. So like, I'm not dependent on them. That's crazy. And then my like therapist at the time was like, Sierra, you're in a really codependent relationship. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, both ways. And I was like, what? Like, and she was like, yeah. And she's like, no, you're codependent on like, you know, her needing you. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, like, what do you do? What is your identity if you're not taking care of this person? And I was like, oh my God. Oh, for me, it was like, I mean, I also was in a very codependent relationship. I, um, uh, I think me, most people are. I, yeah, honestly, I feel like I was like, I felt like I, I didn't have a choice, but at the same time, I, I don't, I don't know. We, we should probably go to a codependence anonymous meeting. <laughs> no, I know we need to find one and we need to go. It'll be so we interesting. Find one at like 12 PM on like a Wednesday. It would be nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that, I guess, you know, how, how are you going to be intentional about not bringing things from your past relationships into your current one? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I can talk about a little bit how I'm trying to do that, but I'm curious, um, maybe your thoughts about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's obviously a very new relationship. Um, but so it's like, everything's going to be a learning curve and like trying to see like how that works out. But I think, you know, like in theory, it's so easy to be able to say, oh yeah, like I know that's not healthy, so I'm not going to do that. But then like when things do get really stressful or things like get out of your control, that's like in the moments where like, I feel like it's, it's hard not to like default to, you know, the way you've operated in relationships in the past. So for me, I think just like being really aware of that stuff and like being like, okay, Sierra, like, you know, you feel overwhelmed, (laughs) like here's what we're going to do differently. And sort of just taking a moment to pause, I think. And like, that's, that's the biggest thing for me because I get so in my head that I'm like not present. And, um, 
And just like communicating that and like outing myself and be like, you know what? I'm like, not, I'm not doing a good job right now. <laughs> like I'm just being able to like handle this situation. So like, I just need to like take a step back and like, how can we do this together? You know? Um, and yeah. And I think just like communication about it, you know, like if, if something like bothers me or if something like, is like, Ooh, like that reminds me, like that makes me feel icky because it reminds me of the way this, this other person used to do that. Or that was like triggering because it reminds me of like past relationships and like that, like brings up all this other stuff. Um, like being aware of that and like not projecting that onto that other person. Cause that's not fair to them. Right. And like, they don't, they don't have any, like, they shouldn't have any responsibility and like, you know, how you respond to situations if you haven't worked through that stuff. So I think, I feel like that's my responsibility to make sure that I'm responding to certain situations and things that come up, like in a way that, you know, doesn't entangle the other person in, in something and like really just communicating, like, you know, and I know you and I've talked about that, but like just communicating the other person, like, Hey, like, you know, you said this and, um, like it made me feel this way. And I fully acknowledge that I'm feeling this way because of, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, and like, how can we better sort of, um, move through that in the future, in the future so that I don't feel like, you know, I don't know, attacked by like a comment like that or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, I guess for me, I know that I can be very reactive. Like I have a really hard time kind of, I'm just, you know, if I feel attacked at all in any way, I can immediately just like put up a boundary and be like, Oh, okay. The guards are up the, I can't, and then I can't see further. So mm-hmm. I think for me, when that, when I start to feel that feeling, cause I like feel it in my physical body, I have to do like a full body kind of a full body scan of like, Whoa, where is this coming from? What just happened? What just triggered that? Because I feel like I have a lot of super random triggers that can be in like tone or, you know, like touch It's just like certain tiny things that when it it can be anyone that says it or does it. And I'm just like, Oh my God. But I've also been kind of exploring the adult child of an alcoholic side of who I am. And I actually, the other night with my sponsor did some, I realized that growing up in a household with a parent who was an active alcoholic who when I was very, very, very young, but seeing like highs and lows of emotions, I couldn't regulate my emotions. I never found that middle ground of emotion. So I needed to be very happy, very sad, very angry, very, it was never like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm fine. You know, like I was never like, I'm fine. And just literally meaning exactly what I, what I said. It would have to be, oh, I'm really happy. I'm really excited. I'm an extreme emotion. That's whatever is happening. And um, my partner the other day said something to me. We were, you know, trying to figure out if we were like having a sleepover or whatever. And he said, yeah, sure. 
just said, yeah, sure. And I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, okay. I was like, we don't have to. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is so crazy of me. I think uh, it's hard for me to have those kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, growing up and seeing extreme emotion, that's what I, that's what I've learned, you know? So as a kid seeing that and then being an adult and kind of living that, it's hard to be an adult and be these like extreme emotions all the time. And so when someone says something to me in a tone that I think is like a not nice tone or something, I'm, I create this whole story of like, oh, they hate me or they, oh, they don't want to do this. They don't like me when really they're just, you know, like having a very normal response. But because I didn't grow up seeing that, it's really hard for me to like not take that literally so personally. So this was like a very recent discovery for myself. Um, but it's something that I noticed kind of immediately in my relationship, like immediately when, you know, something was said to me in a tone that I didn't think was the appropriate tone. It was like, oh, this could be a fight, Hannah Jane. And then recognizing, oh my God, no, this person is having a very normal reaction. And because it wasn't the extreme that I was expecting, it was my own expectation on it. I became like upset, you know? Um, But then I was able to communicate that, which was huge. That's a huge part of the puzzle, communication. Oh my God. Without communication, what do we have? Nothing. (laughs) We're just, you know, silence and no one wants that. Mm -hmm. Um, But communication has always been really hard for me. It's something that I continually have to work on because I am someone, I'm a problem solver. But when I get into like an argument or something, I put that boundary up and the problem solving stops. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to deal with it. I can't do, I can't deal with it, you know, but I've gotten a lot better at voicing what I need in moments of communicate, like where communication needs to happen of being like, okay, you know what? I hear you, but I need some time to reflect on what's happening right now because I don't want to hurt some, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I just, I need to go cool down or I need to go take a walk. So I've gotten a lot better at knowing what I need for myself, which is so huge, but I think that's just something that, you know, you continually work on with your partner, no matter what that look and in your friend, in any kind of relationship, communication is so key. I know that we've, you know, we've had some communication discrepancies in the past few weeks, but I feel like both of us have gotten really a lot more intentional with how we communicate with each other. And for me, it used to be really hard to tell people how something they said or did made me feel. And I know that I recently told you that something that you had said made me feel a certain way. And we were able to talk about that and like move through it Mm -hmm. and actually have a conversation about it. It was, you know, so I think that kind of those healthy, those healthy skills that we thought were learning are put into action in various different scenarios, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. I know communication is so important because it's like, otherwise I feel like you just like two people just go back and forth. Like you're not, it's so easy just to sit there and like only hear like how you feel and like not actually like be listening to how the other person feels because it's like you were just having your head that like you're right and that they're wrong. And so you're like, you know, oh, like this is all I'm going to like hear right now. I'm not actually going to listen to what they're saying. And like, you know, I, I think when you do actually listen, you're like, oh, this person's feelings were hurt. Like that's like, I need to look at that. But that's like such an uncomfortable feeling because then you're like, ah, like I did something wrong. Right. Like for me, that was always my biggest issue was like, I was like, I, I don't do anything wrong. Like this is not, it's not on me. I'm responding just how, you know, I'm dealing with the cards like I've been dealt. Right. And like, that's just not, it's, it's not a healthy way to go about it because then I'm not, I'm not hearing the other person and that's not fair. But I mean, you know, at at the end of the day, like, I think you and I have done so much work on it and like still, you know, continue to have work on it. And it's really cool because we sort of get to like check each other. Right. Like we get to be like, you know, like, I know like you and I have had conversations before and you're like, Oh, I'm mad about this. And I'm like, but like, maybe it's because of this, like, Maybe it's like it's so hard like having <laughs> friends that are very <laughs> self and like just like aware because they're going to challenge you yeah, exactly. like exactly. okay like you're upset mm-hmm. let's go like why why, why? Are we, like why is know? that making you upset I know and I love let me know <laughs> no I love it yeah I love, love that it. we do that for each other and I'm like so grateful for it too you know and it's like I don't know it, I mean even if like you know, you're just trying to take one step towards trying to improve that communication. Maybe like talk about it with somebody else and be like, Hey, like if I'm just like, you know, doing and saying some like out of pocket stuff, like call me out on it. Let you me know. Know. <laughs> yeah. Let me know. So, um, so yeah, but I think, you know, communication is just an ongoing thing. Like constantly have to work on. And I think it's, if you look at it more as like you have an opportunity to do that, like with your partner, when you are in a romantic relationship, like it's pretty cool because then you both get to grow and you learn more about each other too. And like how to better support that person. And and that feels good to be able to, you know, give that back to somebody else. And, and yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that wraps it up for tonight. I appreciate the conversation, Sierra. I think that was really really good for both of us to have because you know I think both of us being in these relationships um and also just like you know our continued self uh like like working like self-work that we're doing is so important just in our in life you know Mm -hmm. um and how we carry ourselves with partners relationships friendships family you know just everywhere everywhere across the spectrum. Um, and, you know, communication for me has really helped me with my family, you know, just in general. Um, so I think that these are just really beautiful skills that, you know, continue to evolve over time with healthy responses and, you know, it's, it's exciting and I'm excited for both of us. Yeah, me too. I know a lot of progress for sure. And and it's cool to be able to recognize that and I'm just glad we get to share it on yes. here <laughs> with other people. So 
All right. Well, we love you guys and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.